On this episode of AV Week, we are coming to you from NSCA's BLC, the annual business leadership conference. We're talking with manufacturers, integrators, and NSCA's own Chuck Wilson. So stay tuned for that and more, all next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters, companies like FSR, and by Chief Manufacturing. This is AV Week, episode 288, recorded Saturday, March 4th, 2017, live from BLC wrap-up of audio, visual news, and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. Uh, we're coming to you live, well, sort of live from the uh, uh, NSCA BLC uh, in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, we're going to be doing somewhat what we kind of do normally with these types of events where we come in and uh, have kind of a roundtable with everybody. Uh, first and foremost, our host for this week, Mr. Chuck Wilson. Welcome, sir. Hey, Tim. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having us. Uh, also with us is uh, Jan Sandry from MSR. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you, and, and it's nice to be here. Yeah, early in the morning, so I appreciate that. Very early in the morning. <laughs> very, yes, very early morning. Uh, and last but not least, a man who has not yet been to bed. His name is Frank <laughs> Pisano from Chief. How are you, sir? Hey, Tim. Good to be with you again. Um, all right, guys. So let's, let's kind of go around the horn here. Chuck, this is year number 19. Um, I think you and I were talking yesterday, we're going to do like fireworks or something next year for the 20th. Oh, yeah. Do something big. Yeah. Um, why do you, after, after 19 years, the obvious answer is going to be because it's successful, right? Because people can be coming back. But from a content side and from a delivering for these integrators side, why do you keep doing it? Well, we, we keep seeing that the, uh, in many cases, our, our integrator members are, are getting really, really good at the technology. We got the, you know, the, the equipment figured out for the most part. We've got integration levels figured out. We got really good people working for us. But the challenge we have is so many of us come from that technical and engineering uh, side of the business and just don't have the, the business skills or the, you know, the savvy that we need to run our business better. And so cash flow management and all the issues in talent management and everything is just getting harder and harder, it seems. So, so while our manufacturer friends here are working to, you know, to simplify the technology, make that part of it easier for us, at the same time, the business side of things are becoming more and more difficult. We got a lot of labor issues, a lot, just a lot of things that are complicating how, you know, what it used to be like anyway to run a business. It's harder than before. You mentioned labor issues. Are you talking about um, HR or are you talking about getting people in or, or retaining them? <clears throat> Both. Okay. So we, we're, uh, what we're seeing is this, this, I call it a conundrum, where the cost of bringing people into the business that we need today to do the type of work and the level of, of integration that we need, the cost of those people is increasing faster than what we're able to charge our customers. Sure. So we're trying to help people understand the true cost of doing business 
from a, a labor burden standpoint and what you have to charge for that to you know, end up with some profit at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Jan FSR is, is once again a sponsor of the event, has been for many years. A um, little bit of a pointed question, but and, and Chuck's sitting here. So, but, but why do you guys sponsor it? Why do you, why do you guys year after year, you know, sponsor the um, BLC? For a few reasons. First of all, the networking that goes on here happens at no other conference in any other area. Everybody, all the integrators are very good about sharing, communicating. They talk about what works, what doesn't work. And the other part as to why we sponsor and have been for 19 years is that the education that the integrators get here, they all say, we take back things from this conference that we put into use within the next week. That makes our industry better. Yeah. That makes it better for every manufacturer that's here and for our industry to grow. So why wouldn't we sponsor? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Frank, same kind of question. Chief is also a, a sponsor. Why do you guys sponsor the event? Yeah, I couldn't agree with Jan Moore. She hit it right on the head. I, I don't remember if it was James or Chris yesterday. One of the speakers said uh, um, to stop. It's overused. Don't use world class. <laughs> and and uh, I, I would have to say this is, I mean, if we were going to use that terminology, this is that event. It is a world class event. I mean, it's it's the who's who of who's in the industry that's here. Um, you look up and down, it's, it's large dealers, it's smaller dealers that are learning to gain more insight. And, and just as important as that is, is our manufacturing relationships and talking to our other industry partners and other manufacturers and getting our finger on the pulse of the market. What, what are they seeing in the marketplace? How, are, how have they started the year? And, um, and just obviously catching up with old friends. This is, I mean, you, you can't ever think about the BLC without thinking about fun. You, that's right, and and one thing I was talking to somebody earlier is, is this year feels like there's a there's a, an influx of new people as well, yeah. which I think is kind of cool. Is you've got you've got the old friends, the people that you expect to see here year after year, that you can walk up to and hang out. But there's also the new folks as well. That's that I think is kind of cool. So, uh, Jan, you mentioned bringing things back to your office on Monday, which I think is important important thing. What are you bringing back? What are you and and your FSR team bringing back? To New Jersey on Monday. I thought the speaker, and I can't remember his name, who was talking, who wrapped up yesterday on the artificial intelligence yep. and where everything was going. And of course, being a product manufacturer, every time they say, well, forget about products, of course, you know, <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, what's going on here? But we, how we have to adapt to yeah. the new technology that's coming out. So that's got to come back, and we have to look at that and see where we're going to go and how we're going to address this so that we do have what they need when the new technology arrives. And when they start shifting their focuses as well, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And the reason what they, what they would shift is because their clients are shifting. So, uh, Frank, same kind of question for you and your team. What are you going to start instilling in the folks that aren't here? Well, um, right away, Chris Mc McChesney, I think it was his, yeah. and um, right away, I'm, I'm changing how my Monday conference call looks after, mm -hmm. after his speech. Um, I changed the complete agenda around based on um, his presentation yesterday, but I think the one thing that stuck out the most. Can you quickly ex kind of explain his presentation? Uh, you know, and it's just, I mean, for, for us, it's, I mean, we, we have to make everything relevant but we, to, to our folks so that, to keep them engaged. Um, and, and that's not only our folks, that's our customer calls as well. Um, but really getting them to, um, to, to own it, 
and to, and you know, so the folks that I'm presenting to are almost leading the conversation um, rather than me leading it. Um, but James Kane, I think it, the most, the thing that resonated the most, and what I'll bring back is, uh, is we talked about loyalty yesterday. And we're lucky, and the Milestone brands, we have a lot of loyalty to the Chief brand, the Daylight brand, the Vadio brand. There's a lot of loyalty to it. We can never have enough. So um, just making our customers' lives better and, making, uh, and, and really making them um, feel more loyal to our brands. Yeah. Chuck, you, you've spent a lot of time with these speakers, yeah. both in person and kind of virtually, because you just don't call up somebody and say, hey, can you come speak to our people? You've been watching these folks for, for a year at least now. Yeah, so in some cases, two years. Okay, two years. Yeah. Um, let me say, do you have a favorite speaker, but do you kind of have a, a, a favorite um, takeaway from this, from this event? From yesterday? From yesterday, so much? Yeah. Well, I don't know. The, the Economist, I, we were so worried about trying to replace Dr. McFeeders, and I think we, I, you know, it took hundreds of, of interviews, but I think we found the person to do that. So my biggest takeaway was a sense of, of relief in terms of, you know, making sure that that went over well. But he, he was great. And then uh, the Four Disciplines of Execution, uh, McChesney's book and stuff, I've been reading that for years and studying that. And just to me, the takeaway really is, is to get our members to think about not just walking in and, you know, just telling people that stroke of the pen kind of thing as he described it, here's what we're gonna do and I'll see you in a week or two and let me know how it worked out for you. Yeah. So that, that clarity of how we get things done. So his whole thing was about, you know, what's the one thing that you want to get done this year and what do you feel in your gut isn't going to get done? You know, can you uh, turn your company into a better uh, team as far as executing strategy? So to me, that was the big thing. I think the one difference, too, of this conference is after they're done, you have, I had lunch with the economists yeah, yesterday, yeah. And, and they'll be they'll be at the happy hour sessions and at dinners, and, and I think that's, um, Chuck encourages that from the speakers, and that's a lot different than a lot of events we go to, that you see them on stage, and then they're, they're out catching a plane, or they're out that next few minutes. Um, they, they actually, I had lunch with the economist, and he is just a, a crazy guy. I loved, yeah. I loved his stories were, were outstanding. And you know what's different about this event too is a lot of the speakers for today we paid to them to come in early so they could listen to the speakers before them and the ones that spoke we asked them to stay late work and do the workshops and stuff like that. One of the things that you mentioned Dr. McPeters and the, and the New Economist for this year um, one thing that you guys do is you start the event with a, a forecast an economic forecast. Dr. McPeters actually was from the University of, of Arizona, right? Um, Arizona State. Oh, sorry, Arizona State. Arizona State. I would probably get in trouble for saying that, you know. <laughs> um, and so when they do that, and, and I'm going to ask you guys, all, of, all three of you, kind of your forecast, not economically, but from the AV industry, what do you see? I mean, we're, we're starting here. It's the, it's the first of March, right? It's the last month of the first quarter already. Um, so Jan, I'm going to start with you. Is is where do you see um, almost you know the end of the first quarter already? Where do you see kind of the the rest of the year heading for the industry, either economically or for technology standpoint? Well, for us, we're on a fiscal year, so it's only our second month. Oh, okay, it's very not good. The end of our quarter. Yeah. Um, but it's it's very busy. It seems that um, construction is moving. Mm -hmm. Everything is they're ordering and they want it now. Wow. So it seems things have really picked up. 
how do you handle the one now? Um, because well, you, because you guys have to, you, if, to, to supply that, you, you've got to have We have stock. huge inventory yeah. Yeah. because everybody wants it now. Okay. And when they're willing to pay for red shipments, you better have it. Yeah. So we have um, a lot of inventory. All right, <laughs> that's so it, we that was the thing is. So they don't have to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, Frank. Same kind of question to you. Um, you know, you're, you're you've been to a couple of these events already, and, and you know, um, what do you see coming down the pipeline? So, well, luckily with us, we we're, we're follow trends very closely as well. So obviously the interactive flat panel market's growing, which obviously our mounts attached to, so that the IFP market's going, so that, that helps out the education segment and many others that are using IFPs. Obviously we're on the cusp of digital signage. I have a digital signage team. Um, so we're, we're working with our OEM partners, uh, the display manufacturers, the content media companies, and we'll be seeing each other at Digital Signage Expo here in a few weeks. So that market's growing for us and we're constantly looking at new products to support that market. So with the growths of some of those little, those markets, some niche markets that we're working on too, we have, uh, we have big expectations for 2017. How do you guys decide, and this is actually can go, go to Jan too, to get into a market? Is it something where you, I don't know, discover by accident, but as you're, you're talking to your clients, your customers, they're telling you that they're using your product in a certain vertical or a certain area that you may not have thought about yet, or you were look, you were watching, but you know, hadn't decided to fully like start attacking. Um, so, well, Lori Engler, who's here at this conference, she heads up our customer experience team, which is a lot of design thinking we use in that, which is, I mean, we've seen some speakers over the years that, that utilize design thinking. So there's a lot of customer empathy. There's a lot of, um, we, we, we keep our finger on the pulse of a lot of the, uh, the trends that's going on. We pay for that data as well. So if we're looking to get a new market, we send our product team and some of the um, Lori's customer experience team, in addition to my sales team, we'll send out to customers. We do a lot of customer empathy, a lot, asking a lot of questions of what they're seeing, what, what they're seeing down the road. Um, are, are they seeing growth in QSR or the retail channel or you know, education? What, what's, and then we're, we're also keeping track um, very closely to the architect and consultant world and, and knowing what projects that they're actually out there specking to. Okay. Jan, same kind of question. If somebody starts using your, your products, regardless of what it is, floor boxes, control systems, whatever, in a, in a market or an area that maybe you guys hadn't um, optimized yet, right? How do, you, how do you watch that and say, okay, you know what? People are using our stuff in digital signage, let's say, right? Um, you know, how do you start watching that? Is it just feedback from your, from your clients? It, it's actually feedback from the consultant community, the architects, and the engineers, yeah. and the integrators who are right out here. Yeah. I had one yesterday come up to me and say, do you think you could make this for us? <laughs> I mean, the, the, and you have to weed through the ideas because otherwise you'd be doing one ofs all the time and yes, that would never get you anywhere. No. But if you just listen, as Frank said, that they're, they're all willing to share their ideas. And that's one thing that, that FSR, the more I learn about you guys okay. and, and kind of how you started, that is how you started, mm -hmm. right? Is, is you saw a need uh, by talking to and listening to the integrators. So I think it's Actually, cool. it was to the um, Hubert Wilkie Consulting Group okay. that actually got us started in a whole bunch of different areas because back then, we were, we were in New Jersey, as we still are, and they were in New York City, and it was a nice um, relationship we had with them. 
and yeah. we still do have a relationship with um, Hubie Wilkie, oh, who good. is still out there. He's still out there, yes. Chuck, we'll, we'll anchor this with you. Where do you see um, kind of the industry as, as we're you know getting into March here already, the third well, month? You know, well, where, where do you see the rest of the year going? So, so what we do and in, in the material we gave to The Economist was from FMI, our research partner. So we look at all the major markets. So our, we know that our members work in like healthcare, education, you know, corporate, whatever. And so we break down those, there's five system types we measure based across seven or eight different vertical markets. And so we look at what things that the architects and engineers are reporting as projects that they got on their books. So we try to predict what the year is gonna be like in the next three years actually will be like in terms of new construction starts as our, that's kind of our lead indicator as to how well our members are gonna do okay. revenue wise. The other thing that you guys offer that, that some members may not know about or, or, or people don't know about is the it, help you get in legislation, yeah, and yeah. in lo local and, and federal <coughs> legislation, how do people get a hold of that uh, for, through you guys? Yeah, so we we've got a uh, a portion of our website that's called Engage. So we this is what's confusing to me. We got Ignite now for the uh, talent management yes. and Engage for the legislative tracking. So you go to Engage and then um, you can look at all the legislation we're tracking. And so um, and there's an um. um a bunch of bills coming up right now that are mostly labor related and a lot of it is like repealing the prevailing wage laws in certain states and things like that so the the shift in the political climate right now is causing a whole bunch of um, bills across the United States to come forward with more of a pro-business and you know kind of a uh, anti-union sort of slant to it right now so we're tracking a whole bunch of them and then we report that so if we see something significant what we do is do a, an action alert out to the members in that particular area mm -hmm. we just did one for the state of Georgia because they're changing their low voltage legislation down there so we're letting our members know that they have to have CEU credits to keep up their low voltage license let's say and they yeah. ne never had to do that before so we're pushing out these action alerts depending on what's going on out yeah, there all right, guys. Thank you so much. Um, Frank, how do people get a hold of you and or uh, Chief, whether it's uh, through social media or your website? Yeah, um, and I invite everyone to check out the new milestone.com. We'll be launching um, here any day now, and it'll be a really new user experience. Um, you can get me on Twitter through at, at Pisano Frank. Okay. All right, very good. Miss Andrew, thank you so much, ma'am. I appreciate you getting up early for me and hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a pleasure to be here. Uh, um, how do people find you or or FSR? Um, on our website, fsrinc.com, okay. and me, uh, they just call the office, and I'll be happy to talk to them. Yeah, absolutely, um, Mr. Wilson. Thank you so much for, for hosting us here. Yeah, appreciate it. We're glad you're here. Well, thank I'm, you for I'm, doing I'm this. Too. Um, how do people find you or, or NSCA? Um, it's my email is cwilson at nsca.org and the website's just nsca.org so that's the easiest. All right, very good. All right, thank you guys so much. All right, we are session number two uh, at uh, the NSCA BLC. Uh, with me now uh, is Mr. Tom Barry from Barracks. Welcome, sir. Good morning, Tim. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Good. It's a Saturday. It is a Saturday, and you're up early, and I appreciate that. You're awesome. Up early, we weren't out late, so it's a good combination. That's the story, and we're sticking to it. John Green from Advanced AV, how are you? You doing well? Wondering, yeah, wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Enjoying the cool of the desert right now. 
it's seven o'clock in the morning. It's, it's, it's so cool. <laughs> it's got a little bit of a chill yeah, to it. Yeah. It's good though. Um, and last but not least, a, a guy that I, I met for the first time this week, uh, Patrick Whipke from IMS Technology. How are you, sir? Good. Still trying to adjust to the West Coast or what, what is this, Mountain Time? This is Mountain, mountain Time. So I, I actually screwed that up the other day when I was doing something. And yeah, so, so Phoenix is Mountain Time. And they don't do daylight savings. Daylight savings, yes. So much math. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's> too much. <laughs> they, they're causing the rest of us to do math, actually. Um, uh, John, I'm going to start with you on this. You, you've been coming to, to the BLC for a lot of years. Um, I asked the, the sponsors, why do they sponsor? Not for nothing, but this isn't a free trip for you guys. Why do you guys spend the money to, to bring the number of people you do and, and keep coming year after year? Yeah, we, uh, we've attended, I, I personally attended the uh, BLC for, for six years. Um, I'm not the, uh, Patrick's a, is the rookie and Tom's probably a veteran, uh, so we're right in the middle. Uh, from the very first one, very first one, uh, we've, uh, we uncover a lot of good ideas. And as a matter of fact, the, the difficulty is, is that you come back with 10 good ideas and you have to literally sit there and make decisions of which one you're actually going to Im implement. <clears throat> but we do. I mean, we, we literally will we'll gather after this, Mike and I and Marina, and we'll sit down and we'll say, what do you think will have the most impact for our business? Uh, and we'll make it an initiative, and we'll try to follow it through so that we can come back to the next year's PLC and go, this is what we tried, and this is, you know, it was a good idea, and it worked out. So it's an immediate reward for us, every one of these shows. Well, one of the, one of the presenters yesterday even talked about yep. the uh, getting drowned in yep. too many ideas. Uh, I was sitting next to, to uh, uh, for Dad from, from Media Vision, and he and I were just chatting back and forth afterwards. And I said, you're going to have to start saying no. He goes, I can't. I'm the, I'm the one who keeps saying, here's one more idea. Here's one more idea. You know, I'm going to have to start being disciplined. And in, in he was saying he needs to start being disciplined in himself for that. Well, my sales team, my, the, the Thursday after conference, they hate having sales meetings. <laughs> <laughs> so I just spill out all the ideas. You know, it's better to have too many ideas, too many initiatives, than not to yeah, have any right, at all. Right. Not according to him. He <laughs> said, you know, returns. there's the, the diminishing, yeah, the, the law of diminishing returns. You've got 20 ideas and none of them get done. Yeah, but you know what? Most of us have pretty complex, deep organizations. Sure. There's enough improvement to go around. Okay. All right. Uh, Patrick, we will get, kind of get the, the, the younger version okay, and then we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with, um, uh, we'll go with, um, with uh, Tom. What do you, what do you, what do you, why do you come to the event? So th this was... My first time, and uh, when it was presented to me, I've heard all about it and heard great things, and I wanted to, you know, see what it was all about for myself. And yesterday was, uh, I'm going to say, just like drinking from a fire hose because there was so much information, and I'm just trying to gather, gather it all and figure out how can I, how can I take it all in and then bring it back to to Philly and, and implement something. So, so how do you do that? So explain to somebody who's never been here. I mean, this is not unlike other conferences where you're right, it's a, it's a fire hose. How do you filter that fire hose? I, I'm, I'm just trying to take one thing from each yeah. speaker and, and just, you know, try and focus on that. So it, it, it's, it's been cool. Um, it, the thing that really jumped out at me yesterday was, you know, we're, we're putting everything on client network now, you know, that everything's networked. And I never even thought about protecting ourselves, you know, that just never even occurred to me because all we're, we're, just, we're just focused on getting on their network and get it controlled but the, 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 the that possibly that it could come back on us as, as a problem is is, is is huge and just to explain that one of the, the last speakers yesterday was talking about integrators needing to get um, uh, network ins insurance 
uh, for liability. That if, if something happens from a network side, that there's a vulnerability and somebody comes in and, and does damage, um, or there's you know data loss, that there is a possibility, depending on how the contract is written, that the integrator could be sued. Right. Right. And I want to say that they, he said you need to get between two and three million dollars worth. Right. Uh, so whether that's on-prem or, or off-prem. So, Mr. Barry, you've been coming to this event um, for a number of years. Why, why do you keep coming? I've been coming, I was th thinking about it earlier this morning. I've been coming since the late 90s. Okay. Uh, so last, last century I, I started coming to these events. So you've almost been to every, you've probably been to every single one. I think this is the 19th. I've been to about six, 15 or 16 okay. of them. Didn't go to the first one here in Arizona, but have been to almost every one since. And uh, for me, as a business owner, I've always looked at this as a great opportunity to get out of the office, get away from the day-to-day -day tactical, meet with a variety of other business owners, senior management, and talk about the different things, the different challenges, the different things that we face on a day-to-day month-to-month, year-to-year basis, like they talked about. And we don't have a lot of other people to talk about. It's lonely at the top. <laughs> so to be able to come here and meet with our partners, because our partners come in many different forms. They're, they, they're known as sponsors here, but we do millions of dollars of business with them. So having, we've got Michelle Capolino, who is our, our financial guru, um, interfacing and, and talking to those folks and sharing with them what we've got going on, the past and, and surely the bright future. Uh, that's, that's, that's important, uh, meeting with regional partners. So for, for me, as a, as a national organization, as a global organization, these relationships, it started 20 years ago when we started doing work outside the tri-state area. It was meeting uh, partners like Spinatar, uh, the guys from Avidex, mm -hmm. um, all over the country and now all over the world. Um, we have a lot to talk about each and every time we get together. It's not yeah. all fun and games. The, uh, and Tom and I were speaking before we started, th started this here, uh, the friendliness and the willingness of people to share at this level is is remarkable. Um, you know, we can't steal each other's secret sauce, nor is there any, is there any intent to do that. But you know, I t I've talked to Tom last year. And we talked about your global reach, and we talked about our global reach, and and he got some warning signs to us. And keep a keep a head out for this type of stuff, and that's it's invaluable. You can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, I've learned a lot, but at the same time, I get more joy and more satisfaction of sharing. Whether it's the breakout sessions, they used to do the round table sessions when, we were, when I was young and when we were a lot smaller, um, we'd share those stories. Nothing has changed. Yeah, it doesn't get air. better. The story start out with, oh yeah, I tried that. Let me tell you what <laughs> happened. Exactly. <laughs> with a slight chuckle behind you know, it. And there's no reason, and there's no reason anybody else has to go through any of that unnecessary pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's called lessons learned for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Patrick, talk, you, know, you, you have two, uh, two gentlemen here who, who have, have those stories, you know, let me tell you. Um, as, as a person you know, coming up in the industry, how is the best way for you to take those stories? Yes, you've got the, the great presentations and the people on the stage, but what they're talking about here is the sharing and the ideas and sharing the, the, the pain. Of, of AV oh, uh, integration. I, I think that's what this conference is all about. Not only is it about the, the great information, but it's about networking and, and forging those relationships and, and building them. And that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, shaking a hand, meeting someone, and then talking on, on the phone the next week saying, hey, you know, saw you at the conference, I need help, C can you help me out? Or it was just great seeing you. You know, it, it, it just 
those kind of relationships are, are what drive business. Really Patrick is. and I, you know, we're both we're both we're local competitors in the Philadelphia area, uh, and you, and you and you generally don't network type of a situation. But we were both headed to the BLC. We met at the airport. We started our networking conversation right there at the airport. <laughs> I started breaking stones. Wow. Patrick, watch out! He'll stiff you with the Uber <laughs> every single time. Now, hang on for a second. John, John, you actually, defend my honor, John please? actually brought me over and bought our Uber this morning. So that's um, it's a five dollars well spent. It's, a, <laughs> it's about how much I'm, I'm worth anymore. It's five bucks. Um, it, it, Tom, we'll start with you on this and just kind of go around the horn. Um, what do you? John mentioned the you know his, his salespeople hate the Thursday after conferences like that. I'm going to ask what he's going to tell them. But what are you going to take back on Monday morning back to barracks? So Monday morning, I'm flying to L.A. to open okay. up our new office. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> when I start flying home on Tuesday to the East Coast, um, I'm pretty good. I'm really good at taking notes. So for me, it's taking what I've gotten here. There's two other individuals from Varex that are here. Uh, they're also sucking it all in. We'll collaborate, put all our notes together, come up with an action plan, similar to like a 30, 60, 90 day plan, and we'll delegate it out. Again, there's enough that touches all aspects from administrative and ownership to sales, marketing and business development is a big one, uh, as well as operations right on down to the managed services. So for us, there's a good, and then finances obviously here. So for, for us, there's three or four different things uh, that we'll look at. We'll be buying lots of books, and yeah, um, yeah for for us, it, there's not that there's not that fear because we're we're big enough as an organization, and we've been conditioned enough that when you have industry events, whether it's an NSCA event, an Infocom event, whether it's domestic or inter international, you're gonna get some really valuable information that somebody in the organization is gonna have to digest. I, I want to back up one second. You're opening an office in LA. Yes. Okay. Southern California. Very good. Congratulations. Good for you guys. Congratulations. Um, John, what 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 are your salespeople going to be here okay, next know, Thursday? A couple of things, but. Every one of them has at least one line with quotes around it that I'm oh, going to yeah. probably read. Yesterday's one, which I thought was really cute, was "smartness as a service," and I think that's really what's. I think that's dead on to what we're running into because. You know, and the other thing is, if you're if you're selling product, you're losing. I mean, that's that's been we've been faced which, which with that. Which Jan Sandry earlier took issue. <laughs> I, I, a little bit. I, I, yeah, again, and I I would imagine they, that she would. Yeah. Uh, and I would imagine all of our account managers take the same approach. Is that we're just really comfortable. You know, we we we, we recently took took on the uh, Spark platform. Well, mm -hmm. they knew it was a Spark board, right? And it's a concern because the I can and and the Cisco person says, well, they'll be able to understand now because there's a board associated with it, there's a product associated with it, and I think that all the things that are, that are, as we as we walk away from this conference, that mindset has to change and is going to change. It's being forced upon us. You know, we're talking about solutions now. We're talking about smartness. We're talking about helping people out, and that's what we've always done. It's just going to be more critical. Um, 
<clears throat> but yeah, there's I, I and, and I also tie my twittering to it because while everybody chuckles about it, but the the app and Twitter, that's my notebook. I will go back to my feed and and look at the quotes and go, oh, I got to research that. That's what they were talking about. So I use that as a repository for my notes. Well, the other thing that's good about it is other people. You can look, read it, read other right. people's versions yep. of notes on that. Yep. Right. Because there were some things yep. yesterday that if you and if you want to, you obviously you know our listeners can go back and look at the hashtag BLC2017. Yep. Seen John's notes, seen John's Twitter, seen seen mine, see other people's, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a kind of a way to to attend it without attending, right? Oh, absolutely! I've done it remotely. I've I've you know I've been in competitive situations, and we're part of USAV, but PS and I had theirs. Yeah. I was hashtag PS and I watching everything that they were doing. I mean, because it is, it's good data. I mean, that's the other thing that that's the other thing this conference is telling you. If you're not into data and understanding it and gathering it and figuring out what it says when it says it. You're you're probably in trouble as well. I, had, I heard P.S. and then I had a great event and they had a wonderful MC there. So. Well, from my opinion, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the MC, Tom. It was a, a joke. Never mind. All right, we're on the outside. That was a, that was a, sh- that was a shameless plug. Was a shameless <laughs> plug. Um, Patrick, what are you going to bring back to, to, to Philly on Monday? Um, I, for one, definitely, I, I have a stack of business cards. So just the, the network of you know who we can use because you know we have our. Um, business in Philly, but we also do globally, or not globally, but nationally. throughout the nationally. And it's a great partner now that I can now lean on and say, hey, listen, uh, I need help in this state. And that's that, that's the main thing that I'm bringing back. Um, but to, to your point with, you know, I haven't taken, I, I don't take many notes, but literally between Mike Shin and you tweeting, <laughs> I, I was watching my Twitter feed yesterday. I'm right. like, I don't need to take notes because it's all right, right here for right me. There. It's awesome, and it, right. it's all right there. So it's, it's and it's funny because you do you see this 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 curve, this wave of, of like excitement about good ideas, and it, it's a filter. I mean, it's a source crowding information. It's like, well, that's a bad idea. Nobody responded. <laughs> uh, John, as, as we kind of wrap up here, um, I, I mentioned this when I had went in the earlier. We are almost at the end of the first quarter, quarter already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking with, with Chaz from FSR. He goes, it was 13 weeks to Infocom. I had oh. a, s- a slight anxiety attack there. Um, Thanks for bringing that yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so where are we, I mean, let, let's look at the, the rest of the, the other three quarters that we have coming on. Where do you kind of see the industry going from either technology or, or business-wise? Uh, business is healthy. Uh, it really is. I, 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 Tom and I have talked, and I've talked with everybody. Everybody's really happy and they're making piles of money. Um, you know, it's you, you, we're going to probably see some challenges, uh, probably some shifts, just because of it, it's just it's going to happen. I think the political political conditions, whether we like it or not, are going to have an effect. Uh, but we're forecasting for a great year, and it looks like it's going to, we're going to be reaching all our metrics for sure. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm really not. So, mm-hmm. Patrick, same kind of question to you. Yeah, we're we're busier than ever. So business is good. Um, we're gonna just stay on, ride the wave. I mean, that, that's what we're doing. Yeah, the economy report is one of the sessions. Was yeah. it's, it was hopeful, uh, you know? And, and we and we literally will sit there and say, you know, do we feel the same way that the economist does? Uh, it's it's good that they do it with humor because. Uh, you know, it's helpful to swallow that data that way. But it's he was giving good news too. Well, and there have been years that. He oh, there were years when they stood up and you're like, uh, I don't want to shut. You know, people were putting their fingers in their ears, going, I don't want to hear this. Yeah. But this is this was really hopeful. The right. numbers. Mr. Barry, obviously things are good. You're opening an office in in LA. So. Yes, things uh, business is growing. Uh, having come back off the heels of ISE, 
which is monster show. Uh, I'm really excited about Infocom. I think uh, it'll be here in no time. The proliferation of new technology each and every day, uh, it's exciting. And I think uh, organizations in this industry that embrace that, uh, look at it half, the glass half full, are gonna do a lot better over the next year, next couple of years. All right, very good. Uh, thank you all so much, Mr. Green. How do people find you and or Advanced AV? I'm always at advancedav.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is jgreen6. I'm always on that. Good way to communicate. All right, very good. Patrick, how do people find you? imstechnologyservices.com. Um, on Twitter, at the Duke of Music. At the what? At the Duke of Music. At the du I will ask you offline what that means. <laughs> uh, Stu Barry, thank you so much. Uh, you and I have, and Shin have been hanging out an awful lot. We got to see each other in Amsterdam, so thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely, sir. How do people find you and or Varex? You can track us down at uh, Varex.com as well as at Varex. On Twitter. On Twitter. All right, guys, thank you so much. All right, wrapping up here, uh, we have my buddy Steve Greenblatt. Uh, from Control Concepts, also host of uh, State of Control. Uh, welcome, sir. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, also with us is Mike Shin uh, from Varex Corporation now, uh, and also uh, one of the, the, the three people from MHO. How are you, sir? Good morning. Um, start, start, Mike, we'll start with you on this. Um, same kind of question we've kind of asked everybody. Um, you've been here now with, with two different companies, um, and you keep coming coming back to the VLC. Why do you, why do you keep attending the show? Uh, it's a, that's an easy question. Uh, this is probably one of the best events that the industry can put on when it comes to the content and the education that, uh, that is presented. Uh, the presenters at this show are bar none, probably some of the best uh, that I've ever seen in my career. The content, however, is always more important than the actual person that's presenting it, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know, with, with a room full of owners and executives, content's outside the box stuff that we should all be thinking about. It takes us out of our usual whirlwind day, uh, as we learned yesterday, um, and really challenges us to think, you know, how do we get to the next level within our organization? So that's first and foremost. Secondly, um, you know, with 380 attendees and all of them being executives or owners of their organizations, uh, it is one of the best networking events that anyone could attend. Um, you know, being in, working now with a global organization, I need to be able to, to build those relationships with partner integrators that can help us move the mission forward for our customer. Uh, and this is the type of event where we can really make those kinds of connections. All right. Steve, same kind of question. You and I have been uh, together at, at several of these events, right? Um, why do you you know, take time away from, from your business because uh, you are the, the owner of, of Consult Concepts, right? So you're, you're taking time away from, from running in, in the operations part. Why do, you, why do you attend? Similar things to what Mike's saying, but it's, it's just a, it's important to get out and be in the industry. It's important to be seen. It's important to hear what's going on. It's important to live outside of your, your normal everyday world. Um, you know, I get a limited view from my desk and, and the things that I do to run my company. It's great to hear conversations, even if you're not part of them, or even if it's not your world, what is going on in other parts of the industry. It helps you to make decisions, it helps you to meet more people, and it helps you to be a little bit more creative. Uh, I think that when you're outside of your office, and when I, when, I, when I go to the office for too many days, for too many weeks, 
I feel like I'm doing something wrong, actually. I feel like I, I, I'm not doing my job. I, I need to get out and, and challenge myself to do something different. And some people feel like that's a cost and that's a time investment and, and is it justified? It is. But, but it's, it, you, it, all it takes is one or two nuggets, one or two relationships to be able to say that this was more than worth it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mike, uh, not for nothing, but you're also involved with the NSCA, uh, with the Ignite program. Uh, explain to folks what it is and, and what you guys are, are hoping to achieve with it. Sure. So um, I, I sit on the board for the Education Foundation, which uh, obviously takes in a lot of donations from uh, people in the industry, and then we redistribute those funds in forms of scholarships and programs that can help integrators and can help uh, members of the NSCA. One of the programs that was launched about three years ago is the Ignite program. Its goal and focus is to attract young people who are not familiar with the AV industry, who are outside the AV industry, to, to come into our industry, take the jobs that we so desperately are trying to fill. Uh, and, uh, and we are in our third year. It started out as a, a grassroots program. It's still very much a grassroots program. Uh, but we rely on the partnerships of our integrators, our manufacturers, our distributors uh, to partner with local schools to, uh, to help to educate students who would tend towards the technology industry, uh, but just don't know that AVs is even an option. Uh, this year at the show, we had uh, uh, several announcements in terms of the growth and expansion of what the Ignite program is going to mean and how it's going to work. One of those things is to help integrators sponsor a, uh, an internship program. Um, when I say help, <clears throat> we're talking about not just putting together a framework for how to do an internship program properly, but also a financial aspect of being able to help the integrator mm. to, to supplement it. So we are working towards that. We're hoping by Infocom to have uh, all of that uh, sealed up and, and ready for delivery. All right, very good. Um, guys, we, we've had some, some really great speakers. We have a few more today. We're doing this on Saturday, the last day of the event. Um, Steve, what's one or two things that, that you are either taking away and either hoping to implement in control concepts or maybe just implement in, in yourself? If I stop and think about what was the biggest takeaway yesterday was that we live in a world of people, not just technology. And I think that that's something that has to be remembered. Uh, the, we, we heard a speaker that's, that talked about building relationships and loyalty with regard to sales, but why can't we also apply that to our employees? Uh, why can't we apply that to any of the relationships that we have? And I think that it's important, and that's why you go to events like this, to be able to have that personal touch, to interact, to get to know people, and, and the, the, just light bulbs were going off about that and how, how useful that can be and how you can try, how important it is to get outside and get, get out, get, out of from being behind your computer screen and not relying on the technology to build relationships but but you have to go shake hands and and interact with people have a meal whatever it might be and and i think that that's really where the lasting uh, benefit comes from and and you know we talked about loyalty which i think is key and critical and i think everybody really is concerned about that when it comes to uh to, to how we're going to be sustainable, and uh, you know, th this this is probably a, a really big takeaway, and I hope others saw the same thing. Mike, something that, that Steve has, has said a couple times is is you need to be seen um, in the industry. You need to be out there. Talk a little bit about not just the the sessions that we've all sat through, but you know, how important it is for that very thing of um, yes, it's it's wonderful to, to sit around a, a you know a, a table. Um, and just simply talk. 
some of the best conversations I've had, at least here and in other places, are, are those informal um, conversations where somebody will say something, a, a nugget, and you, it's something that you can take back. How important is stuff like that outside of the, the conference room area? I would say it's as, as important as any of the content that you're getting uh, during the actual show. Um, you know, one of, one of the speakers yesterday, the same speaker Steve was just referencing, uh, talked a lot about how humans tend towards communities. And the AV industry, as we all know, is a very small, small industry. Uh, and, and being able to build the relationship and that sense of community with others in the industry who can actually say, uh, you know, um, uh, what problems they're facing with their organization, whether or not it's the same problems that we're facing in other regions of the country or other regions around the world, uh, and be able to collaborate on what the solutions are to those problems, learn from each other, learn from the the mistakes, <clears throat> learn from the successes, and uh, you, you know you get that that sense of community and that sense of, of sharing of that knowledge, uh, you know, outside of the conference room when when you're here at the show. That's happening, you know, over lunch. It's happening over dinner. Uh, it's happening after dinner in the late hours uh, uh, at uh, at the watering halls. Uh, but you know, it's it's very important to be able to share that information and gain as much as you can from it. Yeah, right, very good. Um, last question here, guys, and I'll let you get out of here. Steve, where are we, where are we at in the industry um, as far as business-wise? Are we, are we healthy? Are we stagnant? Where are we going here for the rest of the year? So I like to think optimistically always, and I think that we've, for, except for a couple of blips on the radar, we, we've been on a fairly upward trend. Um, I probably don't have my finger on the pulse as much of as much as others who are on the front line. However, I see from my perspective that that we're challenged by having to to really pivot and and continue to, to pivot. And from a from a programming perspective or from a solutions perspective, I think we have to be be more customized. We have to be more in tune with what the users are looking for. We we have to try to elevate our game a little bit and, and we, we, there was a speaker that talked about IOT and I think that, that that's pretty critical, the, the, the data collection, the interaction of devices, the smarter systems. That, that's what I'm bringing back to my team and asking them how we can go beyond what we normally provide. All right, Mr. Shin, um, not for nothing, but part of what you're doing now with Varix is, is more on a global scale. So you've got a, a unique present a unique vision than I do. So from a global point of view, um, where do you think the industry is? Uh, well, we're seeing economically nothing but signs of growth. Um, you know, we, we have a, a big uptick in uh, the Europe market, uh, and there's quite a bit uh, on the books for the Asia Pacific market, um, not just in China, but in various uh, of uh, parts uh, throughout that region. Here in the U.S., um, you know, we are posting record numbers for business in the first quarter, which is uh, huge. That, that's a good sign. It's a healthy sign that the economy is not uh, not going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, corporate is opening up the purses a little bit. Higher education is continuing to make the investment in in technology as they have been, and and I think that the market is even beginning to turn on, in K through 12, which has been dry for for quite some time. I think I'm going to predict that over the course of the next three years, you're going to see a little more of an investment in technology in the schools, um, you know, to, to hopefully um, 
update a lot of technology that is probably now outdated yeah. uh, you know for kids to be able to be engaged at, at a um, more appropriate manner that they want to learn so a lot of a lot of good signs a lot of good growth and uh, you know I'm, I'm wishing everybody good luck uh, in the process because we all obviously are in business to make money um, and you know being being able to see those signs means nothing but good health for the industry right, very good uh, that's gonna do it um, mr. Greenblatt how do people find you and or control concepts uh, you can find me uh, personally. I do social media at Steve Greenblatt and my website controlconcepts.net and uh, also check out a state of control. Absolutely. Uh, they, had a, they had a good last one, so I got to sit in on that one, or I got to, to sit and watch that one. I'm not on it, uh, but I got to sit and watch it. Mr. Chen, thank you, sir, as always. Thank you, Tim. How do people find you and or Verex? Verex.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at AXP Mike and certainly through the AV Nation uh, uh, website, MHO Show. Uh, we're, we're starting back up uh, just next week with our, with our 2017 uh, uh, second season, so right. we're, we're looking forward to it. All right, very good. Uh, my name is Tim Albright. Uh, don't follow me on social media, um, but, uh, but do go by the website if you would. A lot of great people have put a lot of great work into it. Um, supposedly, April 1st, we're launching a new website. It's my birthday. I know, it's your birthday. Awesome. And it's not an April Fool's joke. Uh, at least I hope it's not so. Um, so April first is what they're telling me right now is is we'll have a new website. Um, lots of really really cool cool things happening with it. So, uh, but that uh, you can go to the new one or the old one right now. Aviation.tv. Aviation.tv. You'll find this program a host of others. Uh, also specials. You'll find MHO there. You'll find State of Control and a bunch of other resources for integrators and technology managers. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, that is all the time we have for AV Week. <laughs> <laughs>